This podcast is brought to you by Fandango. Fandango offers movie tickets and gift cards to over 45,000 different screens across the United States and reaches into nearly 80% of the nation's total theaters. By partnering with virtually every leading film exhibitor like Regal, Cinemark, AMC, and more. So to pick up some movie tickets or a gift card for the movie fan in your life, head on over to cityweekly.com slash Fandango or click the support us link in the show notes for this episode. You're listening to a podcast from the Cinema Geekly Podcast Network. We're the geeks you deserve and the ones you need right now. Nothing is ever going to change that for the rest of your life, you're going to be a tiny, itty bitty, short little bitch. episode of what comes next cinema geekly's nxt companion podcast it's anthony and jacqueline and we're back to talk more nxt on the wwe and usa networks and uh, it's been a couple weeks uh since we've had a show uh Mm -hmm. and how much has changed so much has changed i think we've only missed like two or three shows but we we've missed all of the um triple threat matches so yeah, we should probably recap those. I don't. Quickly. I don't even think we covered when Keith Lee gave up the North American Championship. Oh yeah, we didn't do that either. Sorry. So just, I'm just going right to the matches over here. So Keith Lee, he <laughs> he gave up the North American Championship, um, and I they announced uh, they announced Takeover Thirty. Mm-hmm. Which week from Saturday. Holy crap! It's already here. Apparently, um, it's it's it snuck up on us really quickly. And uh, well, it's the twenty second. We got time. Like okay, uh, I didn't even realize this was the thirtieth takeover already. And I guess one of the things they're doing is having a bunch of triple threat matches. The winners of which will go into yeah. a ladder match for mm-hmm. uh, to determine the new North American champion. Uh, the belt that Keith Lee vacated. I don't even remember who is qualified at this point. So Oh, I you? got you. Okay. Yeah. 
So the first match, it was Johnny Gargano, uh, Bronson Reed, and was Finn Balor the third one in that? I believe that was Finn Balor. I do remember that match. Was it Finn Balor? Yes, it was. Okay. And Bronson Reed taking that one. No, it wasn't Finn Balor. Oh, do you remember who it was? It was Roderick Strong. Oh, yes, you're right. Roderick Strong. And Bronson Reed getting the win there by, I think, pinning Strong, which... Yes. Crazy. Very excited for him. The mm-hmm. second week, it was Dexter Loomis, um, Finn Balor. Oh, my God. And Tim Thatcher. And Tim Thatcher, yes. And Dexter Loomis won by pinning... Um, he submitted Timothy submitted Thatcher. Timothy Thatcher. Which blew which my mind. Import- which becomes important later. Okay. That was a really cool finish because, like, Thatcher had... What's his face? Finn Balor yeah. in some kind of hold, and then Loomis comes in and puts Thatcher in the hold. And, like, that was just... I thought that was cool. And I was like, mm-hmm. oh, my God, we're setting ourselves up for something, like, some crazy match here. So far, it's Bronson Reed and... Uh, Dexter Loomis. Loomis like what in the hell but okay <laughs> so that's where we are right now and then a bunch of stuff happens in this episode we're going to talk about now yeah uh yeah that uh you know set some other things up I I noted here at the beginning of what little notes I have because of my my note recovery accident that they did yeah. do a recap of last week and I before I let Jacqueline go into her notes because she's going to do the 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 note dictation for this episode but i wrote here it feels like a million things have changed somehow um and watching this show it feels like so much has changed like at, we're gonna talk about it but adam cole is in a feud with pat mcafee what we happened talked about this a, we talked about this a while ago didn't we no Oh, did we not talk about this? Mm-mm. Oh, my God. Maybe I, did I admit, I, who was I talking to? Anyway, so, yeah, so there was, so Pat McAfee has his podcast. Okay. And um, he was taping it, and then Adam Cole stopped by, and they were having their interview, and then what's his face? Pat McAfee just, like, picking at him, poking at him, all this good stuff. And um, uh, at, and he ends it by saying like you're something about his size like you're mm-hmm. just a little guy or you're nothing but a little guy something like that yeah and then it causes uh, who is it um, Adam Cole yeah. to get all angry yeah. and like walk off set and like curse him out mm-hmm. and like all this and that so this happened so we watched it because it's on YouTube like his his podcast which is weird but it, it is yeah and um so I turned to my husband and I'm just like oh they're gonna fight at TakeOver mm-hmm. and sure enough holy shit <laughs> well I can't say I saw that coming yep I am getting too good at this <laughs> I blame y- you all <laughs> I apologize <laughs> been watching wrestling got- for too long and now you know uh, yeah I, I'm like I've been I've started to pick up on the clues mm-hmm. and you see all yeah. the cracks yeah, I'm like, I see how where this is going. But I do have some commentary on this, which I will get into uh, when we get into this week's episode as well, because um, it was actually my husband's thought, but I'm going to go ahead and take credit for it on this podcast. So. Okie dokie then. Yeah. Okay, yeah. well, uh, start us off. Yeah. So, um, we start off, I don't know what number episode this is. 571. There you go. So episode 571. Now, my notes are not as detailed as yours in the fact that I don't have all of the 
uh, moves and junk down. The I, moves and stuff. I've been I trying to steer clear. Back, yeah. Yeah, I don't have a lot of the backstage segments. Um, so I'm just going to jump right into what I have. Okay. And uh, we'll, we'll see where this goes. It's going to be an interesting one. But I will ask if you still open Grapple, because I still don't have that. <laughs> I do have Grapple open. And I, did, Perfect. And, I, and I did rate all of the matches, so I'm good there. Wonderful. So we start off with um, Rhea Ripley versus Dakota Kai. Mm-hmm. Um, in a number one contenders match for the women's title to face EO at TakeOver. All right. So, match starts. Both of them just look super intense. Mm-hmm. Rhea with a standing drop kick that looks amazing. Then Rhea holds Dakota up for maybe 10 minutes, just dominated. Mm-hmm. Dakota trying to flip into something, but Rhea picking her up and throwing her face first into the mat. Dakota getting pulled by the hair. Dakota going through the ropes to try something and just continuing to get decimated. Finally, Captain Kick u- uses that to get Rhea in the face. Yes. Dakota now with Rhea by the neck and rolls her up. I got some moves. Yeah, you did. Rhea, yeah, Rhea unleashing once again and getting Dakota up on her shoulders is this in the strongest way possible. Dakota yelling here, she's so intense, but then Rhea just showing she d- shouldn't be messed with. Dakota reverses the riptide, holy bananas. That was very cool by Dakota. Mm -hmm. These are my notes. I sound like a (laughs) three-year-old. I love your notes, though. (laughs) Rhea trying to finish Dakota and a crazy reversal again. This match getting exciting here. Mercedes Martinez out of nowhere for the interference and Dakota with the win. Dakota's finisher looking really great, too. Don't love the finish. Should have been clean, but a good feud for Mercedes to have. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she uh, she hit uh, <laughs> Rhea with the go-to kick, which also bloodied Rhea's mouth, actually, as yeah. well. Um, it looked, it's better than some of her other, like, I like the chiropractor, but this one, I think, looked stronger. Mm-hmm. Uh, here's a yeah. question. Sure. Uh, again, because I missed out on some stuff, clearly. For uh, sure. So, Mercedes, after the match, also, Part- um, yeah. like, beats up Rhea again. Uh-huh. And then the announcers are like, looks like the Robert Stone brand is not done with Rhea Ripley. And I'm like, wait a minute. Is Mercedes, yeah, Mercedes Martinez with Robert Stone? Yes, she is. Okay. I missed out on that completely. Yeah. Okay. She joined the Robert Stone brand. And since uh, it was Robert Stone and Aaliyah versus Rhea Ripley, like, mm-hmm. you know, group think and all that. So. Okay, this is a total non sequitur to everything here, but what do you think of Rhea Ripley's uh, bleach blonde hair? Oh, I dig it. She could pull off anything. Like I, th- it was. It's a good look once she's once she was in the ring, but for some reason, like her video when she no when she was like coming out, like her video, like for some reason her hair just like blurred with the video, and she looked to have no hair for a moment, and it was very oh. strange. Uh, that is strange. And she, I do. It's, it's a weird. It's a throwback for me a little bit because I remember younger Rhea Ripley in the May Young Classic when that was her hair. Like she was not like heavy metal Rhea. She was mm-hmm. like generic wrestler, um, beach babe like, Rhea Ripley with like long blonde hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, it was weird to see her go back to that, but. Uh, I, I I guess this is like Dakota's turn, but yeah. I really feel like they've dropped the ball with Rhea Ripley. Uh, like I I really think she should she should still be the top woman in NXT. I'm glad it's EO right now because we've wanted EO to be on top for a really long time. Yeah. But I really feel like they 
I mean, I think we all know they, Rhea should have beaten Charlotte at WrestleMania. Well, and, yeah, they yeah. they they messed that up like yeah. just completely. So and now they're they're struggling to figure out what's going on. Yeah. So, um, but I like the match, Dakota. I thought they I thought they worked really good together. I thought they Dakota did. Kai looked really good. I thought Rhea looked really good. Um, what yeah, Dakota's you? getting a lot stronger for sure. Absolutely. Um, I gave it three and a quarter. Okay, I'm, I was really close to you. I gave it three. Uh, I really liked the match. Grapple gave it 3.38. Wow. Mm-hmm. Liked it more than me. I'm impressed. And me. Yeah. <laughs> I That very rarely happens. <laughs> okay, so what's up next? Okay, I'm sure something happened backstage, but I don't have it. The next thing I have is Bronson Reed versus Shane Thorne. Mm, yes, Holy your boy. crap. It's my boy. The Battle of the Australians. Yes. So, uh, Shane, where have you been? Thorne getting Reed out of the ring and then taking him down. I like Thorne. I think he could be a better contender here. Mm-hmm. Reed just taking control and putting Thorne into the apron. Shane Thorne should be in the ladder match. That's just an aside note I have in there. <laughs> just put him is in. Shane, yeah. Is Shane Thorne doing this well against Reed? Like, I thought he looked good here. He did. Shane just giving all he's got and looking great. Knew it was only a matter of time before Reed came back strong. Reed just flying into Thorn. This was a fun match. Not very long, but good. I like these two guys against each other. That's all I got. Oh, yeah. And uh, <laughs> Bronson Reed won. He splashed him off the top rope. Yeah. It was pretty cool. It was a good match. It was a little too short for my liking. Um, yeah. I think these guys could have gone longer together. Yeah. Um, but Shane Thorn looked really good here. And yes. like he had done... He was with that one guy uh, with the tag team on the main roster. The for other, while. the other Australian guy whose name I Vic? don't remember. V- Vink. Vink. Bre- I knew it. Brendan Vink. Yeah. So, but I'm glad he's back. I love Shane Thorne. So. Me too. I want to see them do more with him. Yeah. He's got some personality. He's really good in the ring. Um, yeah, I think more. he's finally found his footing a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, definitely. You know, tag team breaking up, you know, it was hard, but I think he's getting there where as you, a solo guy. Where did you land on this one? Two and three quarters. That, it was short, but I enjoyed it. That is where I landed as well. Two and three what? quarters. A grapple, 2.63. So close. Hmm. Very close. Interesting. Uh, what do we have after that? Um, okay. We're in the parking lot. Oh, man, I do have this. Okay. Brizango gets ambushed by the best faction in NXT. Yes. Elegato del Fantasma. Yes. They take a page out of Dexter Loomis's book and put Fandango in the trunk of the car as they drive off. <laughs> and Breeze goes running after them. I honestly don't know what happened to him that he wasn't on, in camera for a while, but he just like wasn't there. And then all of a sudden he's running after the car. The thing, Pretty funny. The thing that stood out most to me is not that Fandango got kidnapped by Santos Escobar and his friends. Uh, it's that nobody really makes any mention of it. <laughs> They're not like, what happened to fan? Oh my God, is he okay? They're just like, well, uh, it's another kidnapping. I mean, they've become desensitized to it, I guess. They have. You know what I also think, and I mentioned this later, but what I also think is pretty funny about this is that Mendoza is like definitely the big muscle in that group, mm-hmm. which I think is fantastic. Yeah. I love them so much. They're I really team. do. Yep. It's only a matter of time before they go up against Imperium and it's just going to blow everyone's mind. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do we have after that? Okay, after that, I have the triple threat match. I'm sure I'm missing some backstage oh, stuff, but clearly okay. it's not I, important. I do, I do have one. I do, <laughs> yeah, I do have one thing that's okay. not important at all, really. It's an interviewer catching up with Robert Stone, Aaliyah, and Mercedes Martinez. And yeah, yeah. 
they're like, hey, what's up with that? That thing that happened earlier with Rhea. And he's like, oh, she thinks she's done with us, but we're not done with her. And then he laughs. And then Aaliyah says, I'll handle the rest of this. And then just shouts, bye. bye. Yes. Into her yep. microphone. Yep. That's what happens. And that is what happens. Please tell me about this three-way. <laughs> yeah. So now we're on the triple threat match. So it's Damian Priest, Ridge Holland, who's new to me. Me too. Um, uh, he's an NXT UK guy. Um, okay. And Oni Lorcan. Yes. Which, what? Mm-hmm. But yeah. All right. So Priest using his long limbs here early. Holland hitting Priest out of the ring and Lorcan taking everyone down. This match started very slow. Now it's just extremely chaotic and maybe not in a good way. Holland just making a name for himself here by throwing people around. Lorcan rejoining the match with a big takedown. I honestly am not following what is happening because it's all just too fast. Yes. Lorcan too focused on Priest. Knew it. Holland taking advantage and launching Lorcan. Holland doing a pretty cool move on Priest. That's what I call these. And Lorcan <laughs> breaking up the count. <laughs> Strikes ending and Lorcan getting angry and using all the chops. Taking a few tries to knock Holland down. Holland is a solid dude. Yeah. Just is. Just like. Honestly, I don't love this as a triple threat. These guys are not showcasing well like the other matches. And why in the hell is Priest going? Oh, so Priest wins, then I get mad. Why in the hell is Priest going? He's had too many chances at the title already. He should wait a little before it's time to make another try for it. It's only Not time. the best so far. Yes. Yeah. So that's where I landed on that one. <laughs> I thought Oni Lorcan looked the best out of all three, so of course he didn't win. Um, I will I will um uh, disagree with that because I think Ridge Holland looked the best out of all three. Okay, I mean an argument can be made. I was impressed with him. Uh yeah. Yeah. I liked him a lot in this match. I thought he made a really good debut and for like this brand. Mm-hmm. Um Oni Lorcan, I love Oni Lorcan. I just think that he he wasn't this is gonna sound really bad, but he wasn't like dominant enough in this. I he kind of mm-hmm. got lost to me. Yeah. Um but I mean I guess Damian I was Priest was the clear one who should have lost, sorry. <laughs> yes. Anyone but Priest. Um, yeah. I, I guess I was looking at it more from the a standpoint of... Um, I guess I was looking at it more from the standpoint of Lorcan just being, I don't re- to me, really impressive from, mm-hmm. like, not just a, on an offensive thing, but making everybody else look good, too. And I thought Ridge Holland mm-hmm. was really impressive in this match. Uh, he he also made a really big impression. I liked it. I liked it quite a bit. I ended up going three stars on this. What did you give it? Two and a half. Oh wow! So only average, huh? Yeah, I thought it was too. It was too frenetic. It was not. The other matches seemed very fluid, and this one just seemed very like almost like stop animation to me. And I was like, what is happening? It's too much. Yeah. Um, grapple 3.36. Disagree strongly with that. (laughs) Um, okay. So what did we have after that? That is where my notes stop, by the way. Great. So next we have Cameron Grimes versus Keith Lee. Ah, yes. Keith Lee was talking about, who is he? He talked about something last week and. Um, Grimes was like, you gotta get through me first. Like, that's what he sounds like in my head. <laughs> that's, that's, a, that's fairly accurate, actually. <laughs> yeah, it's not bad. <laughs> so, um, so we get this match. I believe it's a non-title match. Yeah. So, oh, yes, yes. Um, 
Yeah. So uh, Grimes running out of the ring, um, very in line for him. So the match starts and he just runs out like a, I don't know. Crazy wrestling. Man. Grimes finding any way to not get hit here. Finally, something happening. And yeah, and Lee just not having any of it. I just want Lee to decimate Grimes and him. Lee flipping Grimes out of the ring. Good. Get rid of him. This is all my commentary. <laughs> Why did Lee roll out of the ring? He should have flown over the top rope. He really should have. He just like rolls out to go hit Cameron Grimes on the floor. He should have just jumped out at him. I don't know. Yeah. That's just my own personal take on it. Or waited for him to get counted out. Grimes finally alive, but hopefully not for long. The outside moonsault was pretty cool, but this guy has got to go. Grimes should not have kicked out. The match should have just ended there. I guess he was pinned. <laughs> These are great notes. Yes, <laughs> I mean Keith Lee did decimate him. Like it was not yeah. like a it was not like a big Cameron Grimes match. No, no. Wow, Lee really doing a lot to help Grimes out, help Grimes get these pins. This is again Keith Lee's defensive moves are very good. He makes people look very good. Yes. Um, Grimes trying to do something off the ropes and Lee catching him. That flip these men did while holding on to each other is amazing. That was bananas. Yes. Um. Again, Lee just amazing and having these matches look as good as they do. Uh, Lee not letting go of Grimes, just keeps picking him up and knocking him down. Keith Lee basically putting Grimes through the mat to end this match. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's where it ended. So, um, yeah, it. W- I, I think at the beginning, though, they were trying too much for, like, the dramatic stuff with him, like, running out and whatever. Like, yes, we get it. He's a coward. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I'm... I'm I'm glad he basically he like did he basically went through the map by the end. Just no, yeah, I mean totally. I mean, and the thing with like Keith Lee and oh wow, there's like a million sirens outside right now. I didn't do anything, I swear. Um, not good. No, not at all. Um, so Keith Lee and Cameron Grimes, I think, always work pretty well together, but their mm-hmm. matches tend to be shorter than I would like. Um, no, usually I, I I've seen them before outside of this setting, and uh, mm. they're always very very good. Um, yeah, it's a, they're a pretty good matchup. They, we've seen them a few times yeah. before. Um, I do like them. I like Grimes against Lee probably more so than anyone else, but I think that has more to do with Lee mm-hmm. than I mean, Grimes. I mean, here, uh, like here, I'm uh, maybe maybe I'm being more generous than you, but I went two and three quarters. Oh, wow. I went way more generous than you. I went a three. Oh, wow. <laughs> well, not that much more generous, but I mean, more generous. But still, like, more more than where you thought I was going. Yeah, uh, <laughs> for sure. I thought I thought for sure you are like two and a quarter or two and a half, but... <laughs> no. Uh, well, Grapple, they they weren't as generous. 2.61. Hmm. Mm-hmm. They I can see it. Not digging it I as can much. see it. Okay. We're all over Cameron Frank. Yes. All right. So then post-match... Cameron Cross, not Cameron, Carrion Cross yes. comes on the screen. Uh, By the way, Jacqueline, like apparently yeah. you and I are the only people on Earth who are not like digging the Carrion Cross thing. I guess everybody else likes it, but I, I, I've not been enjoying it. Here's what I'll say: I like his, I like him in the ring. I like that persona. I like like the kind of crazy. I don't like the videos. Yeah, the videos. I'm not a fan of the entrances. Yeah, horrendous. I hate it. Also, like he doesn't know how to speak on camera. It's always just like the top of his, like the bridge of his nose to his forehead, and like honestly, I just can't get behind it. Yes, <laughs> it's just a thing that bothers you. Yeah, it really does. So cross addressing. 
uh, Keith Lee here. Um, and then, uh, but he shows on the screen, I guess like he took someone out. I couldn't figure out who it was. Um, I thought it was only Lorcan, honestly, but it just looked like someone with really long arms. Apparently so it is Danny Birch. Oh, that makes sense because they're fighting next week. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, they're not. Oh, they're not? Wait, is it them? I have no idea. I don't know. I'll have to look that up. I'm sorry. I don't know what's happening. <laughs> this is why I don't read these. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, so they're probably going to set up for Keith Lee versus Karrion Cross in TakeOver, which honestly I think is just too soon for Cross, but mm-hmm. okay. Also, Keith Lee will retain if that's the matchup. Yeah. Okay. Then we get um, William Regal in his living room. Yes. Um, talking to the NXT universe. Mm-hmm. Apparently Dexter Loomis is hurt. Okay. Which I don't know if that's real or not. I have no idea either. I kind of hope it's real because if you're if it's a storyline to take him out of the ladder match, that fucking blows. I mean, why did they put him in it in the first place? Exactly. Right? Yeah. Just have right. So Dexter Loomis is out and we all cry. Okay. So it's Bronson Reed and Damian Priest so far. Mm-hmm. So we find out though the the winners or no the the men who are not pinned or submitted gotcha. in the matches will be going one on one for the f- final two slots. Okay. So we have one more triple threat match, and then which we'll, I'll talk about in a second. And then whoever was not submitted or pinned in the four matches, so it's Finn Balor versus Johnny Gargano. Mm-hmm. And then, I guess, only Lorcan versus someone else. Uh, I think that's where we're at. Yes. Um, Because Thatcher passed out. Yes. So, and then uh, next week, uh, or next episode, it's going to be a triple threat match with... I just forgot who it was. Yeah, I don't even remember who it was either. Give me two seconds. I'll have it. Talk amongst yourselves. I'll give you a topic. Um, it is... Oh, yeah. It's Cameron Grimes and Kushida yes. with a third person, person yet to be named. Yes. Now, I've been looking on uh, Twitter, because, like, as you do. That's and you I'm going to tell info. you. And I'm going to tell you, people on Twitter want Bugenhagen to be the third man. <laughs> oh, they want and Rick I, Boogs. And I got to tell you, I agree with all of you. But here's what I will say. Okay. You know who it should be? Because mm. we haven't seen them in a long time. And mm. I have a lot of commentary on this. Yes. Champa. Like, where the hell has he been? Mm, that's a good question. Yeah, I, I don't think he'd know. Be a, I think he'd be a good third. Although people think he's on, is it SmackDown now as part of that group that's terrorizing everyone? Oh, God. Yeah. The, they're, uh, the, anti, they're, they're Antifa, but it's not. No, there's, it's called something with an R. Oh, it's like, retribution. It's called retribution. retribution, but yes. I mean, you know, come on, it's people in like all black with like face coverings and like destroying stuff. It's uh, yeah. So, so I guess there's rumor that he's part of that, which would be a stupid way for him to kind of break through. But I don't know. Who am I? Yeah. Um. But personally, I think it should. I I think Champa would be good. Mm-hmm. Other favorites I've read are Droganov. Oh, Elia Dragunov from NXT UK. Yeah. Him. Somehow they got him over here. I have no idea. Something else I read, which like wouldn't be uh, like I could see it, but I hope not, would be Killian Dane. Yeah. 
I don't think so. so. I hope not. I don't think so. Um, but going back to Retribution really quick, that's also where the internet is speculating both Vanessa Bourne and Chelsea Green have gone. And I got to uh. tell you, I think they're right about Bourne because I watched a little bit of The Last Smackdown and the, there's one woman screaming and it sounds like Vanessa. So mm-hmm. internet, I think you're on to something. Could be. It could be. It could be. But that's the, those are my William Briefle updates. So we'll get... Um, Finn Balor and Johnny Gargano. Um, winner of that is in the ladder match, and then Tony be... Lorcan versus yet to be named, yeah. and then the winner of that will be in it. Yes, I think it's going to be Finn Balor. Just going to say that. I think yeah, I think so too. Yeah. All right, moving on. Yes. Elgato Del Fantasma makes their way to the ring. Yes. Coming in, dragging Fandango. Yes, his body. His body, but he's alive. Okay. Yes, he's not dead. <laughs> they did not kill him. I'm going to say it. These guys are the best. They are mm-hmm. the best faction in NXT. Yes. Oh, they're great. It. They're better than Undisputed Era. Fight me. Ooh. Um, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I love how they take such issue with what Breezango is doing and yes. like what they did last time when they came out with the Luchador mask. Like they take it so seriously and it's. Wonderful. Lucha Libre is not comedy, Jacqueline. It is art. It's not. It, it is. Serious. And they they take it very, very seriously. And, and those who don't should be punished. Yes. And I'm telling you, these guys are Imperium, just with a different style. And I think it's great. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so um, I, I guess they let him go at some point. I don't really remember. Um, but basically, at the end, then, we get Escobar on the mic, and uh, he talks to uh, Isaiah Swerve Scott. Yes. Um, because Scott was talking um, some smack about Escobar. Mm-hmm. And, man, this title is just getting, like, elevated with Escobar um, holding it. He's awesome. Um, yeah. He's awesome. And he's taking it so, he's use- he's taking it so seriously, and I love it. Mm-hmm. Um so I think we're going to get that at TakeOver, which I am here for mm-hmm. that match. That'll yes. be good. That'll be a good match. And also, they've been on TV like every week. Yes. Um, so we see a, I guess it's a like a warm-up video of Undisputed Era. Kyle O'Reilly's back, and Kyle O'Reilly and Bobby Fish are once again going for the tag team titles up against Imperium. Because one millionth title shot. Because, you know, they're just privileged. God, get out of so here. So privileged. Um, all right. <clears throat> Coming back to uh, some real wrestling here. So now we have uh, Knox versus Hartwell. Ah, yes. Tegan and uh, Indy Hartwell. Indy. Yes. yes, yes. So um, here's how my commentary start. <clears throat> of all matches, why is Pet McAfee calling this one? Why are they just chatting here? Thank you, Tegan, for starting us off. Pat, yes, show respect to Morrow. Um, I believe Morrow said something, and he was like, sorry to cut you off, Pat. And Pat's like, I would never like be offended by you interrupting me. And I'm like, yeah, that's right. Of course. Um, Morrow is the best. Yeah. Hartwell getting some hits in here early. I feel bad for these ladies. They are focusing so much on Pat, no one cares. Mm-hmm. Since no one is calling this match, I will. I only have three more sentences. <laughs> Tegan is going nuts on Indy here and just dominating. Tegan has Indy in the corner and Cannonball is followed by the shiniest wizard. She is super tough. Tegan was amazing against EO. This was not as entertaining, but these ladies did a great job. And that's what I have to say about that. Ah, okay. Yeah, I I like this way better than the people over on Grapple did. 
Um, I didn't mm. think this was great, but it, it was fine. Uh, it was good. Tegan sent out a tweet I saw um, earlier she? in the week after this match, and I feel like she was tweeting at you, Jacqueline, although she did not tag you uh, mm, in the what tweet. What she say? Uh, she said, I might not be the most exciting person in the ring, but I am winning. Sorry, T. <laughs> I'm like, holy shit. Is she listening to this podcast? Is she heard Jacqueline be like, you know, like nothing against her as a person, but she's just kind of boring. Yeah, but she is winning. She's right. And um, yeah, I think they should. But again, she did great against EO, and I think it's just her booking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They have her up against. They, yeah. She like like I feel like when she and Candice finally go one on one, it's going to be a pretty good match. Yeah. Um. What What did you give Tegan and Indy? Because there's really not a lot I, to talk about here. But there's not a lot. But I did give it a two and a half because oh, I wow, thought that okay. they did some good things. Yes. I went for a two, which I thought was, uh, I thought was generous, generous, but apparently way more generous than Grapple, who gave this a one point three seven. Okay. I don't think it was that, no. Under one and a half is pretty crazy. That is pretty crazy. Aw. Poor, Poor I, Tegan. Yeah, I feel bad. She deserves better. We I liked your it. match better, Tegan. Did. That's all that And matters. honestly, I think part of it, I think a lot of it had to do with the fact that they did not call this match. No. Like, the announcement did not call it, and it was horrible. Basically, from here on out, it was the Pat McAfee show. So mm-hmm. even the main event was mostly about Pat McAfee and Adam Cole. So Yep. Pretty much. Okay, so run us through the All right. Well, so Kyle O'Reilly's back. Not sure he should be. Um, but he's here. Well, he's risking it. it. Risking it for the biscuit, as they say. Well I don't know I don't know. I don't know if the biscuit That's is worth a COVID the, diagnosis. The risk. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right, so Kyle has a lot of energy here early. Eichner controlling Bobby Fish. I apparently just skipped over a lot of things, and Bobby Fish is in. Um, <laughs> Poor Bobby Fish. We know how you feel about the knee jerk. Just getting all over Fish. Bartell is in and ready to make UE bend to him. Uh, Beth calling out Pat. I don't even know what Pat said, um, but good for her because he probably deserved it. Like yeah. at some point, Beth Phoenix was just like, Pat, you are a guest here and I'm not going to stand for this. And she just left the rest of the episode. Oh, it was Pat continuing to insult the size of Adam Cole. Oh, is that what it was? And I don't know why that's a thing. Whatever. Anyway. The, the, the funnier thing is why Beth was so insulted by it. Like he could have said so much worse. And she's just like, how dare you? I, I, dare can't, you. I can't be here anymore to listen to these well, short jokes. Look, here's the thing. I don't want to listen to him anymore either. Oh, same. So oh, I same. Don't I had nothing against Beth? I completely agree with her. Mm-hmm. I probably should have just muted this match. Um, Imperium doing what they do best and showing Bobby Fish who's boss. Fish took out Bartell in the corner and then throwing Eichner out of the ring. Fish putting out some big moves. O'Reilly just a ball of fire and taking everyone down. I've referred to him that, as that twice now. Kyle taking Bartell out by the knee. Kyle getting Bartell in a hold here. He touched the rope, but Fish dove head first to break it up. Yeah, that was weird because I was like, uh, ref, pay attention to your match. Mm-hmm. Um, Eichner with, with the big moves to take everyone out. I guess the match doesn't matter so long as the drama is there. <laughs> <laughs> um Imperium taking advantage of the pandemonium um, and retaining, because then um, Adam Cole gets in it with Pat McAfee, and then, of course, uh, oh, yeah. Undisputed Era, they um, 
uh, divert attention. Um, so I felt bad again because I thought this match, I thought these guys did very good. I thought Imperium again just looked wonderful. Um, and it kind of got sidelined because, I mean, there were times in both this match and the match before it where the camera wasn't even on the wrestling. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, stop that. So I think I went a little more generous with these matches than, uh, than yeah. normal just because of that. So, I mean, yeah. I, th- I thought this match was good. I went three. I gave it a three. Me, me too. Okay. Um, but, I mean, this was really all about the whole Pat McAfee thing with Adam Cole. Yeah. And it's weird because your championship matches shouldn't be about something other than that. But NXT hasn't quite been itself lately, which is a bit of a shame. Uh, Mm -hmm. They've been focusing on this instead. And uh, here's my question for you, Jacqueline. Oh, I guess we should also note that Grapple gave this 3.04. So they are all right there. We all agreed. Uh, Is Adam Cole the baby face in this? Oh, my God. That was what I was going to say. Is Adam Cole turning good guy? He has to be. <laughs> yes. And so this is the thing that my husband said that I'm now taking credit for. Because then okay. you have Undisputed Era going up against Imperium. Mm-hmm. Who are like your ultimate bad guys. Yep. So are they changing all of them? They've got to. I mean, Adam Cole's got to be. Because Pat McAfee is annoying. He's <laughs> so. And he's so good at being annoying. Uh, he is. I think it's just his personality. Yes, which I think he's just a natural, unlikable person. Yes. And that I like the angle they did at the end where uh like he taunted Adam punts him Cole in the face. and then punts him yeah. in the face because of course Pat McAfee uh was a punter. Punter. In the mm-hmm. NFL. I don't know who he played for. I just know that he was a punter in the NFL. And I don't know. so if there is a thing that Pat McAfee can do it is kick it's really punt. hard, yes. And yes. he punted Adam Cole, and Adam Cole's sell of this was just fantastic, superb. Like he looked like he was shot in the head by a sniper rifle. He like just cr- yeah. crashed off of this desk, almost looked like head first. Like I was. For a minute, I was not even sure, like, maybe he was legit kicked and knocked out. It was that good, but he was not. I think Adam Cole was just uh, just an amazing seller and sold that incredibly. And uh, Pat McAfee apparently has actually been training as a wrestler. For a while. Yes. yes. And uh, this gives me high hopes that the match can be good and that Adam Cole can do something with him. And I desperately desperately want to see Adam Cole beat the crap out of this guy. So uh, they've done a good job here because Pat McAfee is very hateable. So uh, I cannot wait to see Adam Cole beat the crap out of this guy for sure. I think it's going to be great. Um, And like, you know, it's a serious thing when like Shawn Michaels and Triple H are out breaking the two of them up. Yes. So you're like, all right. Triple H shoved McAfee. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he did. Well, and then that was my. I was like, so is Pat McAfee? Do you think they're he, like he's going to get signed? But I guess he's still an announcer mm-hmm. for like the NFL on certain. But is there going to be an NFL season? I think he's just keeping his options open, and like I kind of respect that. Yeah, uh, I, and I don't know. I think he's too good at being a bad guy to not do this all the time. But uh, time will tell. He's oh my god, he's so good at being hateable. I hate yeah. him so much, Jacqueline. It's been a long time since I've literally hated somebody 
in pro wrestling, yes. and really? I legitimately dislike this person uh, in a in a fun way, though, in like an enjoyable way. I was gonna say I hate Cameron Grimes probably more. So, <laughs> but you do such a good impression. Uh, <laughs> Thanks. So next week um, we have uh, the mystery take or the mystery triple threat match with yes. Kushida uh, Grimes, Grimes and a, a yet to be named contender. Yes. We do have Danny Birch versus uh, Cross. Cross. Yes. And then in what I'm hoping is the main event, uh, Tyler Breeze versus Santos Escobar. Oh, holy shit! Are we getting uh, <laughs> Are we getting Gargano and Balor or not yet? Okay. I don't think. Oh, we would. Two, right? Because there's only because it's this episode and then one more before takeover. Yes. So probably. So. Do we, man, do we want to guess or do we want to just go with a Jacqueline main event of Tyler Breeze and Santos Escobar? Oh, just that's the clearly the main event, the regardless main of event. what else is on there. The yeah. true main event. Okay, so uh, that's the podcast for this week. Uh, head on over to cinemageekly.com where you can check out the archives of the show. And of course, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and Spotify. Just search for What Comes NXT. Hit subscribe, and that way you can come back next time to hear us talk about more NXT on the WWE and USA Networks, featuring the one true main event, Tyler Breeze, versus the NXT Cruiserweight Champion, Santos Escobar. Santos Escobar.